we are back. Welcome to Rankable episode 16. I'm your host as usual, Jared Thomas. Um, I'm joined today by my lovely co-host who also happens to be one of the top account managers in the game, in my opinion. We have the lovely <laughs> Chantel Branch. <laughs> How are you, Chantel? Thank you for joining as always. Hi, Jared. Thank you. And I really appreciate that compliment. Make sure that you tell the people above us that so that when it's time for review, <laughs> Oh, no, I'm always champion. And then today's topic for everyone out there is getting your SEO back on track in the wake of COVID-19. And we have a very, very special guest today. So uh, our guest has over nine years of experience working in enterprise level e-commerce, tech SaaS, B2B, B2C, and other various industries. He's helped grow strategies and operations for properties like credit.com, lexingtonlaw.com, credit repair, and is now currently the SEO manager of Lendio. Uh, we have a special guest today, David Hutton. How, how are you, good sir? And thank you for joining. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. So absolutely, man. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I wish people could see the, the, the conversations we have in the green room, <laughs> but I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, for those who aren't familiar with Lendio, I um, just want to got, give you guys a, a quick background of who they are. So they're a free online service that helps business owners find the right small business loans. They have a network of over 75 lenders um, offering multiple loan products and really just the center or, or the marketplace is the center of small business lending. So as you guys know, with the pandemic, um, some really shocking stats um, is that one out of every five businesses in the U.S. or small businesses have shuttered since the pandemic. And Lendio's... Uh, you know, during this process has been the lender or been the provider to help those small businesses get the, the economic or the financial backing and security that they need to continue their business. So we just want to talk about today, we'd love to hear from David's perspective of what are some things they do to help their business grow, how did SEO affect that and help people get the services they needed to grow their business and uh, give you guys some tips and tricks um, to hopefully implement and, and learn some more. So David, we definitely appreciate you. I think we'll we'll go right into it from there, right? So I would love to know from, you know, from your perspective, you know, like, like you guys are doing a great service. You guys are allowing these small businesses to continue running. You're, you're helping them get the, the best financial, um, you know, help that they can, they can possibly get. So how did SEO help in terms of that growth, right? Was there anything that you saw before the pandemic and leading up to the pandemic that really helped you guys scale and, and help those, uh, those small business owners? Yeah, no, I, I think um, it, it was it was a lot of pre work. Actually, I, I don't think anybody expected what happened with the economy to happen the way it did. And totally. um, I don't think anyone predicts, you know, a, a massive pandemic. So in our case, um, we've just been working to kind of be there for traditional business loans, right? Small business loans and, and being a marketplace that can provide that uh, to small to medium sized businesses and, and really help businesses, uh, stay, you know, alive and thrive and find the, the financial backing that they need. Um, I think what was kind of interesting from an SEO perspective was everything changed so rapidly going mm -hmm. into this that, um, we honestly just really relied on a lot of our traditional efforts had us in place to succeed and be there for businesses when things did change, right. When the economy did, uh, take a hit with COVID and, and um, even when, you know, lending either stopped or, or new loans, like, you know, the PPP loan that came out. Totally. Um, we couldn't have been where we were without those, those traditional SEO efforts that we'd been fighting for uh, tooth and nail. Um, and, and if anything, it was just kind of a, a, a level playing field, right? We, we traffic changed, user behavior changed, uh, our volume mix changed, uh, the types of loans we can get in front of people changed um so i think it was just really adapt and thrive 
uh, situation for us where we dug in. Um, our content team is phenomenal and was able to spin out content. I mean, I think we we put our first published COVID-related content piece out the night um, Trump mentioned um, potential bailouts or, or not bailouts, but um, any potential like financial help was that night or the next morning. So oh, wow. it, it was really just a game of how quick can we get content and optimize well for um, terms and, and needs of people that tools and, and our yeah. traditional approach to SEO kind of went out the window because we were, I mean, we were literally pulling data points from Google Trends daily um, to understand if COVID, my dog's going to say hi, apparently. Um, so cute. <laughs> but yeah, we were, we were, uh, we were pulling, you know, real-time data and Google trends because no tools were reporting the difference between COVID or coronavirus, or we were, we were on the fly with that just trying yeah. to understand how the users were, were searching at that moment in time as quickly as we could. So yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a lot of, work we didn't expect to benefit from because we we kind of gotten our ducks in a row on, in other ways and we just kind of fell into a, a role where we felt we were responsible for helping businesses even if you know loans weren't coming through to educate them on what their options were and, and get them in a place where they could continue to 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 stay open frankly yeah that that's amazing i i think the, the big thing there right i know at least in my sales conversations i have right some people don't really understand how impactful the offline behaviors affect seo right and i think the big thing that you said there is that you had those same traditional practices right you were following best practices you were making sure you were staying on top of your keywords right you was making sure that you were fully optimized so when the mm -hmm. opportunity came and arose you guys were fully prepared and you all you had to do was mm -hmm. create content and match those up to the buyer intent and i think that that that's amazing Jared, you know what that is called? Um, I think Mike and Alex both call it paying your SEO debts, your technical SEO debts yep. in advance. <laughs> so Lendio basically had paid their technical SEO debts in advance. So when this unfortunate and unexpected thing occurred, they were able to not be kind of caught out there with their kind of like their tushies in the wind. And they were able yeah. to be able to jump on the content side of things because they had taken care of so much more well before we got to where we got to. Yeah, and I think a benefit we had too was, uh, I think in a lot of ways, because we are a fairly small team, right? Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I think that's that I've worked in, you know, huge organizations where, you know, an SEO team is the size of our entire marketing team. Um, I see benefits in that, and there's there's scalability and and you know enterprise level expansion you can do on that front. But if anything, we were super lucky because we have been working even behind the scenes on on our infrastructure, right? We we have a we have a simple website, but building building out modules within our CMS to to be able to scale into launching pages for COVID and and coronavirus resources, and then when PPP happened, if we hadn't kind of built the infrastructure six months prior, we would have been so hosed because we would have been trying to either stand up static pages, but we were literally able to just say, "Cool, we're going to throw these you know three modules together and landing page experience. We're going to launch it. We're going to have a live in a day." So I think there's just a lot of that too that if we understanding right seo plays into product seo plays into your dev team seo plays into analytics so it, all those were mm -hmm. questions that um luckily we sorted out over the previous year and then when it happened it's like cool this is what we're launching this is how we're going to track it this is we understand what's happening right now where we're going to get it out rapidly mm -hmm. um which i think i'm one of those people it's a phrase i i always say to 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 individuals that, that i work with on the seo front but i see seo as like i want to skate to where the puck's going 
where, where the puck's going to be, not where it's going, right? Like, I don't want to wait on the puck to get to me. I want to go to where that puck is going to get. Um, and I think we were just in a great place to be able to adapt and kind of think that way, right? We we got understanding of, of this is how behavior is changing. All, all the dots got connected. And, and, and I, I think that's one huge way that SEOs can thrive coming out of this is think, right? We talk about getting pages launched and, and building equity to things whether you're a seasonal business, great. Holidays are coming up. If you don't have content out now, good luck ranking for that unless you're a major provider, yeah. right? So it is that, I think that's a universal thing from an SEO perspective to, yeah. to really focus in on it, is think ahead, try and skate to where that puck's gonna be. And if not, and you miss the, like, it's still, I still see benefit in that. You may not see full return or you may totally miss the mark, but there's no reason to sit and wait. And in these cases, exactly. We didn't even have data to wait on. We didn't even have keywords mm -hmm. around some of these things. So um, we just kind of pulled the trigger on it and, and saw what happened. And didn't you guys end up ranking really well? Like after SVA, you guys were like, for a while, weren't you top ranking position or one of the top ranking positions on the PPP side of things? Depending, and it was definitely topic-based. Um, we had some good traction around a lot well and we were also you know one of the larger lenders in that mm -hmm. that time frame too so i think we're not lenders sorry marketplaces with lenders mm -hmm. coming through so in that case um yeah we just took a, a super rapid approach and i mean the reality was i don't think anyone in that and and i think that's one hurdle that i see happening going forward we also have our own weird roadblocks right one thing mm -hmm. we saw over um throughout covid is you know, huge changes in SERP behavior mm -hmm. uh, for terms, right? So we may be ranking where we did in March for, you know, small business loans. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, there were no news results above the fold on SERP. There are now. Um, mm -hmm. .gov sites weren't really there. It was a lot, it was, you know, the nerd wallets and, and you know, other and competitors in the okay. world other marketplaces or people who do you know similar things to us um they were we were all kind of owning that above the fold space so then when search changed it's like well cool our rankings look like they took a hit but in those cases for for ppp loans or anything sba related well yeah the sba.gov is gonna rank for a lot of that that's that that's just mm -hmm. the that's it's their it's in essence their product and 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 good luck right and that didn't exist before so i think it is about finding those kind of niche areas too where um you can still play in the space um or or create content around something when when you are taking an unknown uh hit just in terms of how serps changed um yeah. so yeah i that it was it, it was it's been a crazy few months but i i think it is about just kind of i see that being a a, a role seos are going to play going forward is is we're probably more ingrained in SERP fluctuations and changes mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. anyone else, right? And I think that's a huge opportunity for SEOs to be able to educate and, and um, kind of like translate mm -hmm. changes that Google makes mm -hmm. um, and search results and pair that to, to business impact, right? Because when we saw ranking fluctuations, most people would be like, well, there goes traffic. And we saw, you know, 400 to 600% increase in traffic. Mm -hmm. um, those numbers shouldn't add up and, and in some industries won't. But um, I think it's that story you're kind of responsible to tell within an organization too, uh, through this pandemic and kind of 
educating new business leaders that may not know what these numbers mm-hmm. really mean when, <laughs> when we export it and just kind of breaking it down in a way that that's consumable, understandable, and that the business can can pivot and, and trust. Totally. Right. I, I actually have a follow-up question for that. I think you made some great points there. And I think the way, the way that you guys have pivoted from content, right? I think most businesses suffer from knowing what quality content is, right? How do we create content in a way that's beneficial for our user? So I'm curious to know, being that you guys had to go on the fly, had to be very nimble in terms of your content creation, what were some of the thought process going into the content creation part to help you guys differentiate from other marketplaces out there or competitors? Like, you know, what, how did you land on content? And what is quality content to you? Sure. No, it was a, in this specific case was definitely kind of crazy because we, we don't, especially the content we create, we, we aren't, we aren't a news source. We aren't, you know, we like at the end of the day, SEO from, from my inbound perspective is, is to drive volume. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think we learned really quickly and it was so interesting to have friends, direct friends, reach out and say, Hey, thanks for organizing that content piece the way you did. Cause like the feedback we were getting, um, initially was no one could figure out what was going on. So they're like, thank you for putting together a concrete piece of content that we were updating borderline daily, um, to continue to stay up to date on how businesses were going to be impacted by these loans or stimulus information. Yeah. There were so many mm-hmm. of those things that no one could, other than you know Forbes and big news publications, weren't really putting out a helpful content piece. So again, I, I think it goes back to the, the lifelong belief I have of, sure, optimizing your content is incredibly important, but finding content topics or being that relevant source just builds trust. Um, right. Exactly. That's why. That's why we scream with the jets. That's why our CEO was on CNN talking through a lot, a mm-hmm. lot of these, you know, really trending topics that I don't know at the time if anyone really had firm answers to. And we learned a lot from things like Facebook Live and questions people were asking in Facebook Lives mm-hmm. with our executives. Well, okay, let's translate that into content. Yep. Right. Like, yeah. So I think it is digging into other sources and finding those areas where people are telling you. What they want. What they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, digging into things like Reddit and understanding yeah. questions people are asking in there. Um, it was very non-traditional SEO. It was kind of like mm-hmm. old school days of wing it and see, but but also creating content in a scalable fashion where we have you know a concrete navigation to areas that are helpful. We have resources for you all um, without giving up you know, thought on, you know, future thought, technical SEO thought around, okay, even down the road, how are we taking all this equity that we built into this area of the site that didn't exist and, and hopefully isn't going to exist down the road when we get out of this um, mm-hmm. and leverage that to then drive equity to our, you know, legacy, legacy pages of value. So um, in my mind, content for our team specifically um, is just create helpful stuff. Um, right. I know that sounds like an oversimplification, no. but summarize what people aren't getting information about in a concise way that just gives them the answers they need in a in a consumable way that isn't you know X number of words or X number of <laughs> keyword. It's, it's just it's, when it's when it's that rapid of a change, it's just not going to cut it anymore. Yeah. Right. And it sounds like you guys have become put become an authority 
And that's something that you can hold to going forward. Like you've enhanced your positioning as an area, like as an, a subject matter expert. So mm -hmm. yes, you've helped people in this emergent moment, but if mm -hmm. we can, if you can, and if you continue to produce content, people will now come to you for additional information, which builds trust. Mm -hmm. And if people continue to trust you, they will engage with you. And as they engage with you, they will speak more about you. So this will just continue to be a building block. Mm -hmm. And I think that from a, a, if a business is trying to figure out what to do now, it might not hurt to also pick up that tactic and start to create a level of authority for yourself because we don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. So no, and I think authority is a, a great point. And I think we saw it, right? I, I saw organic yeah. traffic increases from our CEO going on the news. Yeah. Um, Cause people look at, you know, they're watching the news and they go, okay, who is this person and who person. is this company? Yeah. Um, for areas out, I mean, we're well known in Utah, but, but we help businesses in, anywhere in the country. Yeah. Um, so I think it was, I, I think it speaks to, you know, the concept of eat and SEO. Um, and I think we've also seen some intrinsic benefits with newer content we've put out, say around, you know, um, election content, for instance, is, is again, a lot of questions being asked about like, what's a candidate's take and impact on small businesses. Um, we're putting content out like that. Um, and we're yeah. ranking alongside candidates running for office. So it's really cool to take a step back and see um, that kind of intrinsic value of, of authority playing out in mm -hmm. that I do, I do 100% think that, um, you know, having a, a person of leadership in our company going on TV impacts SEO. Um, good luck tracking that and good luck finding that <laughs> true impact. But um, at the end of the day, it's a, it's an all channel on deck kind of a approach right. that even if we can't, you know, either monetize or, or, or convert that content um, from an SEO perspective, you can do things like, you know, co-support email, um, find ways of, you know, creating micro conversions that can help other teams um, yeah. and still being a support asset in that. And I think that's like a, a different way SEO can support businesses uh, through mm -hmm. this is understanding great to rank, great to drive traffic, but if there's a better channel that you can support and help convert, find a way to do that within your business, right? Find a way to make those assisted conversions from an SEO perspective to help right. the business as a whole. And I think that's gonna be huge coming out of this because I do fear some businesses, sadly, are smaller teams. And I think it's gonna be that kind of like adapt or die concept that mm -hmm. SEO has to take. It's not the first time we've done this. Um, the only difference is it's pandemic and, and an economic change versus an algorithm change. It's, right. it's nothing new, yeah. just just treat it the same and, and adapt the way we did rather than, than chasing algorithms and, and just saying, hey, we rank for stuff. So it's that, that's gonna change down the road for sure. So yeah. there's a couple of things I've taken from what you said. One, you have to be proactive. So yeah. keep kicking certain things down the road. If you guys would have kicked a lot of your initiatives down the road over the last 12 to 18 months, you might have not been properly positioned in this moment. So I think that an SEO who is in a, at the precipice and trying to figure out what to do next, don't push it off if you can. Mm -hmm. Start do now. It. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a three hundred sixty-five day a year thing. Um, mm -hmm. And and my my thing is, especially lean teams, you're always going to have something not optimized real well, right? It's it. You're going to have page speed limitations. You're going to have all these things. It's the ideation mm -hmm. and the adaptation in my mind 
that gets SEOs in the best place possible. Um, mm -hmm. Just because, again, you may miss that mark, but like skate to where that puck hopefully will be. Um, and at least learn if you get there and it's not there, what, what happened and what changed um, and, and kind of use that to, to develop and, and grow. And I think that's what's really cool, at least what I'm really proud of with our team is like, did we nail everything? No, but we, we did learn a ton about how quick mm -hmm. we can move. And when we really need to have all hands on deck, um, like being aware of all the moving pieces and just getting on top of it is, is incredibly important. That probably sounds like an oversimplification, but <laughs> it's, it's what happens. And sometimes the oversimplification, it's not even, it's just simple. It's not even oversimplified. It's just, we don't have to make this more complex than it is. This is what should be, we should be doing. And we have to mm -hmm. go on and do it. Um, mm -hmm. Don't look for the, look for some sort of qualitative uh, equation. Just do what needs to be done in the time it needs to be done. And then reap your benefits when the time comes. Yeah. And doing I think, nothing I think is going to get you yeah, And I think exactly. that that's a great point too, is, if I had just sat and looked at tools, like a lot of SEOs like to, and don't get me wrong, I love numbers and I like scaling based off of what those numbers show me. Um, we didn't have the data. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have the data. So yeah. at that point, it's either wait and there will be people who move faster than you. And that's going to mm -hmm. be a competitor that you could have been yeah. ahead of. Um, I'd much rather just be the person that's like, find some point of data. Even if it's something that you just are putting a gut feeling into, mm -hmm. find something to, to 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 base a decision off of, and just you know make that decision and, and go with it. Right? Totally. Um, I feel like that that's the biggest thing we learned is like we didn't know. We ran with it. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> we could have waited. That wouldn't have put us in any better, or or we don't know if it would have put us in a better position, but it, it wouldn't have hurt us to yeah. to. Yeah not move quickly so i, I think it's, it's, i'm sorry i was gonna say i think I gonna, the thing that you that you said was the, that you guys listened to the audience being that you didn't have the data i think that was one of the important things that you said about five ten minutes ago the fact that you guys were utilizing social to go live to your audience just to be helpful just to understand like how are you dealing with the problems like how how severe is it right what's some of the things you want to know from us right and that helped you guys develop that content in order to be helpful being that those data points weren't there so that's something i definitely think people should be taking away listen to your mm -hmm. audience listen to your consumer and deliver that content make sure that you know obviously you're optimizing some of those best practice things to make sure you're visible but listen to your audience i think that was something that was crucial as well as your c-level being out there and putting themselves out there a lot of a lot of c-level execs don't do that i think that's one thing that really helped accelerate you guys yeah and i mean that's just that's our leadership like we, we it, one of our core values is is literally be the ceo of your business your business and in my yeah. case seo is my business um and i think we all kind of get that from our our leadership team um but it lets it work right it's able i'm able to then dig into numbers that i start seeing and, and work directly with our content team or dev or or see of, you know, a problem and not have to go through, you know, five developers to fix, you know, a page that we rapidly launched that maybe had a kink, like, and, and it's just how the business works, right? Is, is yeah. being able to just say, that isn't the way it needs to be, fix it, fix it the first time um, and just and just move on and keep doing that. Um, so yeah, it's, 
it's it's something within our org we do. Um, it's something I've always tried to on any team I've ever been a part of is is SEO still going to come down to some gut reactions. It's yeah, just a matter right. of general seo optimizations you have to do just to be in the game that's not going to change the game what's going to change the game is listening to your audience what's going to change the game mm -hmm. is understanding how this happened and kind of like having again all hands on deck doing research understanding questions people are asking you know what's ranking in what formats there's there's tons of those things you can just do make it easily navigable it like yeah, yeah we we completely redesigned our homepage for part of our business at this time last year. Net didn't even exist, <laughs> right. and that's a that's a big change to make. But it's what's best for our customers. Um, so make it easy for them. Um, yeah, yeah. Because people expect that. it to be easy. Because if it's not easy, they bounce. Just like and you that. start to see those bounce rates going up. They're just yep. gone. Looking for another easy, fast way to do whatever it is they need to do. So if you're able to make yourself sticky, useful, um, and informative, you're it's a winning combination. Yeah. Because they found you because you ranked. And then once they got to you, they were able to navigate pretty easily. You gave them what they needed to know. Mm -hmm. And then you were able to walk them through the process. So that's just like a, a winning strategy across the board. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did a good job. <laughs> I'm biased though. <laughs> I'm quite biased, so you can't listen to me. <laughs> now, I, I would say the same. Um, I definitely think you guys, you guys did a great job in terms of how you guys adapt and stay nimble. Like most companies would just say, hey, this is how we've done it. This is how we've been successful over the number of years. And that could have had such a negative effect on your business and the company as a whole. And I, I just think it's amazing that you guys were able to, to just shift like that, all hands on deck. Let's figure it out. Let's decide on this one thing or whether it's content, let's talk to our audience and let's just get it out there. And, and then you guys are helping people, right? You guys are helping the economy. You're helping small businesses, right? You know, one out of five, disappeared that's devastating right devastating yeah. for people who put in their life savings and all their hard work into this so it's such a uh, a messed up scenario that the economy and country is in but the fact that you guys were able to, to be optimal and help people there you know definitely kudos to the entire company yeah and you i think something I'm you just touched on is is really important is optimism in all this uh, <laughs> and, and it, i know that's a silly thing uh to say but I feel like uh, I saw something on Twitter the other day about someone who um, is doing a home renovation mm -hmm. and he's an SEO. And he's like, I've never been so mad at my own industry because he's like, it is impossible to find a handyman without going through some sort of lead sell off or some sort of yeah. third party where you know when you're looking at you're like i'm I'm gonna get called back by 75 people two of which might actually be able to help me right. um and it was kind of his rant on just like not negativity of seo but like we've all had that mindset of just like we have to convert this how you know like we have to rank mm -hmm. we have to drive traffic we have to do something with this um and that sometimes can be insanely off-putting right it's like give us your information it's like that's like time out like ask for my number before you, you take me on a date you know like there's, i was gonna there's say just, before you buy me a drink yeah yeah like, um <laughs> and i think it's that concept that we very much try to stay in we're staying positive we're going to continue being optimistic for businesses because frankly they need to know that there is good opportunity in this right mm -hmm. yeah. um 
And I, I think that's imperative is like, and that's a messaging conversation, right? Sure, with SEO, um, your job is to optimize, but there's a way you can optimize in a positive fashion and a way you can optimize mm -hmm. in ways we always have. Um, and I think it's just a matter of being extremely mindful of where your customers are at and what they're having to tackle at that moment in time and understanding like this isn't just about a conversion at this point. And I think right. that's something we kept very front and center in our, in our strategy through a very touchy few months of economic chaos and, and even within the lending space, some crazy changes and right. just continuing to be that positive voice that says like, okay, we know it's hard. Yeah. But there are options um, and leveraging that from a consistent messaging perspective, because if I was just running as, you know, the get a conversion SEO that I've been in the past, that messaging wouldn't have been the same. It would have been, you know, our, our traditional optimized for click through rate and hopefully get some conversions out of it. And, and it's just a, not the time and the place for that right now in, in some areas. Totally. Totally. And you guys I, did that, too, as human beings as well, because it wasn't it's like we're all living in this. So you guys did all that you did. There's still a human element of this pandemic that we've had to manage. Um, and you've managed that as well. So mm -hmm. you've done the work and not let people feel like they're, they, they don't matter, that their work doesn't mm -hmm. matter, that if they need a break, they can't take a break. It, it is a, a masterclass. And that's kind of why we wanted you to join us today. Yeah. Because we thought that um, from what I had observed, what Lendio had been doing across the board was, was pretty strong. So. I just want to give you guys additional kudos. Awesome. I see someone like has a question. Yeah, it looks like we have a question from Nick. So he says, hi, David, if you have time for Q&A, did your budget or team size change during the COVID era thus far? Um, so our business changed dramatically. Um, we did a ton of hiring in order to handle um, the, the PPP lending through that. So that was an organizational change. Um, our content team itself, we did bring on some extension on the content front to be able to hand some bandwidth. Um, we were lucky enough that right around that time, we also brought on internal um, social members as well. So that was hugely helpful for us, but that was already planned. So it's not like we, it was like a dictated by, by the economy change. Mm -hmm. um, and budget wise, it depends where my personal budget, no, it didn't change at all. Um, we, we work very lean. Um, we did have some reallocation, whether it be like, you know, paid spend being reduced and that bring up some areas thing that's always going to happen within a business our size. So, um, budget did fluctuate, but, um, it, it wasn't, there weren't many drastic changes within our team other than cadence and, and output and hours. <laughs> there was some longer yeah. days for sure. <laughs> That's it. That's that's what you have to do. <laughs> but great question, Nick. Thank you again for joining us. And um, as as we're at our time now, I know you're you're super busy, David. And I don't want to keep you too longer. But I yeah. just say thank you again for the conversation and, and sharing these gems with us and kind of letting us into the process of what you guys have done to help scale your business and let us know more about Lendio. So we really appreciate it. We'll definitely do this again in 2021 when hopefully everything is over and we'll have a different yeah, let's do a, let's do a post mortem of uh, COVID and, and, and all of this. Uh, on totally. We need one and hopefully it'll be a Fingers crossed. interesting uh, case studies to walk away with on it. So yes, yes. You, and you know, anytime sure. you're in New York, we're definitely going to have to link up with you, David. We really appreciate you. Yeah, we've got an office in New York. I, I got I to gotta come out and meet some of those guys as well. So maybe I'll I'll make that happen once we don't have to, you know, quarantine for 14 days on the plane. 
Totally. So it does, man. We, we've got you. So we appreciate you. Thank you for everybody joining. Uh, thank you for the team, Chantel. Thank you for joining as well. Um, everybody out there viewing and watching, we're on episode 16 because of all of your help and support. So we appreciate it. Next week, we have another good segment. Uh, we actually have the owner of 16 Handles. So if you guys are familiar with the yoga company in New York City, it's a really big brand. Um, he's going to tell us how to build successfully, successfully build a brand. And that should be a really cool conversation. But thank you for everybody. We'll see you next week. And David, appreciate you again thank you yeah, thanks thank so you much. david All right, take have a care, great day everybody.